Hey, this is Jamie from Green River Ordnance. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hey, this is Dick from Lone Star Community Radio. We have a big announcement for Lone Star Community Radio and our listeners. We have partnered with another TV station. That's right. You'll be seeing Lone Star Community Radio content on KVQT Channel 12 in the Houston area. Now is a great time to start a show or sponsor a show with Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on everything that is happening, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776 and leave a message. And we want to also wish everyone a safe and happy Thanksgiving. I believe I can fly. I believe I can fly. I believe I can fly. See, I was on. Good morning, folks. All right. It's a cloudy morning here. Morning's Lone Star. Conroe's FM 1045, 1061. And of course, worldwide, IRLoneStar.com. It's hanging out with Skippy. Good morning. We're here. We're flying solo ish. Because uh, it's just you and me today. We're flying dual ish. No Jake in the studio today. Yeah, he's gone. He, uh, he passed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> passed a kidney stone last yeah, night. Yeah, that's good. He's, uh, he's going to be here tomorrow. But, uh, yeah. So it's uh, Jakeless Thursday here, huh? Do you know what else today is? Jakeless Thursday? Beyond Jakeless Thursday. It is Skippy's anniversary. Like, which one? The, the current one. I only okay. count current anniversaries. Are you sure? I, I reminisce on I the old I feel like ones. you talk as much as the other about the other ones. Well, I, I, I mark the occasions of them, but I celebrate the, the current wife. Wonderful. So, yeah, we'll see if she's listening this morning. Probably not. I don't think... Uh, you know, she she's got a new job, and I think she's afraid to tune in for fear of being judged. I don't know. Something. I mean, I'm not getting the love. But uh, what do I? What should I do, Dick? Should I um like call FTD or one eight hundred flowers or something and send her something over? Well, I'm sure my, she's forgotten. My about strategy it. is always when you're trying to make the woman feel special is somehow devise a plan where she's having the worst day possible, mm-hmm. and at the end you're the savior. So make the day like really. Really, really horrible. Cr- yeah, uh-huh. like slash her tires. <laughs> make sure you know when you know the but door gets stuck, and when she opens it, she hits her head. But that and involves like, a lot of driving. See, so, I, I, it's not wanting to make her feel special so much, it's making her feel guilty. Because I'm pretty sure she's forgotten what today is. Because uh, you know, yesterday I had to, you know I moved ho- hotels. Finally, I, I moved from Magnolia back in the woodlands, and okay. uh, I missed it very much. Nice hotel, uh, but I had I had to show up it all myself. That's where you go on. Well, I mean, I, I mean, you dig your own hole, dude. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but I was schlepping her stuff too, you know. And she's got the she's got the hatchback. She's got the Prius. I'm like, honey, well, that's when you just tell her, hey, your stuff's at the hotel. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, it'd be a way different anniversary today. Yeah, but uh, whether she's listening or not, happy anniversary to Mrs. Skippy. Yay! Yay. Congratulations! Thank you. I can't wait till we start celebrating your anniversaries. Oh so awesome. yeah, anniversaries. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, one then two then three not. I'm at multiple partners. No, I'm just kidding. Moving on. Speaking of, hey, speaking of which, talk about a segue. Did you hear the latest about Charlie Sheen? Yeah, I saw that. That was uh, the Corey Ham uh, mm-hmm. 
what about unfortunately there are allegations uh yeah there's allegations on it but see this is this is when it's gonna get interesting Mm -hmm. when we're probably what midway we're halfway through this accusation kind of stuff yeah it hasn't peaked yet i I think we're like 40 something percent we're not quite at the halfway mark and accusing him of somebody that's passed away that's really hard evidence wise and and it's like hey let's just and unfortunately for charlie sheen his uh, or unfortunately, at the same time, his career isn't really high right now. He's, nor his life, so in general. Yeah, he might be, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's it, it's just it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, well, that's just that. Like, I didn't do it. Sorry. But then again, then again, he's known to hang out with these horrible people. Well, if there are any witnesses or any corroborating I'm, evidence, and that's you know, of course, we have to take everything with a grain of salt until there's some kind of evidence, corroborating evidence, or witness or something like that. So it'll be interesting well, to see how that one turns out. Well, that's out. one thing, too. Like, I, You know, the Kevin Spacey thing was, was kind of the shock because he somewhat was a Hollywood-respected actor, mm-hmm. stage actor, very actor-ish. Like, he loved acting or whatever. People went to go see his movies. He was doing really well with House of Cards. And then his stuff came out. But his was more, his was more of, like, abuse and assault. Uh, yeah, yeah. And... I, I I didn't really see any rape allegations. It was more of just abuse. No, and of course now some people are coming out. Oh, you know he his index finger brushed my chest. Well, the Charlie so, Sheen thing was full on rape, right? That's the allegation. The allegation that there were were drugs and sex were involved uh, with Corey Ham. But uh, man, what's going on over there in Hollywood? I can't imagine the PR guy for all these because there's like there's it. What's funny is it's bleeding into. Other uh, industries, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the NPR guy. Mm-hmm. He he's not resigned, but he stepped away. He got allegated, like the president or like whoever the main dude at NPR. Well, if you notice when these, I'm not gonna say witch hunt because this. I mean, these investigations are a good thing going on, but when this like kind of first started, people tend to go after CEOs. Sometimes there's a political agenda about it. Oh, you well, know, you have a power, and then usually it's the Hollywood people who were leading the charge oh you know the well, more you know. you know i'm an expert in this field because i've watched a lot of svu okay and you learn about the psych the psychology of a victim okay. and what they do mm-hmm. and uh like with a, a good example is um what was it about four 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 to six weeks ago terry cruz went on twitter saying you know this happened to me you know this is something that's real serious and it's like you know how to handle this and that's always been our argument here on the show is we should really be educate people how to handle a situation like this if it happens if it happens what do you and do? now he reported uh yesterday that he actually went to the lapd with his accusation i hope that he so, is within the statute of limitations well, that's what see that's one thing i'm trying to figure out is you know somehow someone spoke to him between six weeks ago and now and that's what got him motivated to go report this because either it took courage, which a lot of that stuff takes courage, or this is kind of part of the uh, the flow. You can't mm-hmm. control the flow anymore. It's like might as well just get this over with and be, rip the be, bandaid off. Yeah, yeah, and just go, just go do it because it's the only time you're actually get get, a, get public side on your on your side. And uh, they're gonna because unfortunately, I think a lot of these cases the public's gonna decide for the co- the court. And I actually think Terry Crews, whether he wants this to happen or not, is going to be an incredibly awesome. Not a spokesperson, but a face of this, because first off, it takes extra. First off, it takes courage to stand, you know, come forward. If you've been abused in any way, shape or form, just to come forward, that that's courage. That's number one. Number two, 
This is Terry Crews. If listeners don't know who Terry Crews is, he's on a show right now called... Um, Just look up his uh, Old Spice commercials and you get like pretty much the gist yeah. of what Terry Crews is. He is a ginormous uh, black man. Uh, I mean, like 0% body fat. He's on a comedy called Brooklyn Nine-Nine where they make fun that he, you know, he hasn't had a carb in decades. The dude is like huge and solid and muscular. And he's the victim, allegedly, of a sexual assault. And so just think about how quickly that could have turned into like a comedy thing. Can you, you know, can you imagine the, the, uh, how, uh, the, the, the current, Stand, uh, not stand up, but late night hosts, how, how they're just ruthless and who they go after. What if they decided to go after him going, oh, so, you know, big old Terry Crews, you know, it could, it could well, become I, a funny thing. It's well, like, it's, how, what why didn't you beat him what's off? What's the stereotype and what is the, the, what's the norm and what is not the norm? And another one that, another announcement was uh, Mariah Carey. Oh, I missed this one. Yeah, so Mariah Carey was, you know, accused of it. Uh, and, wait, giving or receiving? Giving. Oh, like. Like being the harasser. Okay, uh, thank you. I, I, and that's what I was. Felt. Yeah, and so you, you. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we're in the middle of this, if we're in the middle of this weird, I don't know, just tornado that's going through Hollywood and also the public. Mm -hmm. w what's going to come out afterwards? And how is it going to be? Because I mean, you, you get on. like look like Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman was accused what two weeks ago. You don't hear anything more about it, and either he is a better PR person or it wasn't true. Well, it was Streep that and, said it. And now she's backpedaling. Of course, Streep was also the one that said, "Oh, we all knew about Weinstein. I just didn't do anything about it." Well, I mean, it, there's 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 battles you can fight, and there's battles that you can ignore. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people in Hollywood are ignoring a lot just because the, the light isn't on them. And unfortunately for the media, uh, and fortunately for these actors, that we have Donald Trump as the president. So majority of all journalists' forces are going to be focusing on him throwing rice into a water into water and see how he threw it. But <laughs> thank you for but that. I, I know, but like that—that's. I mean, that's the truth of it. And yeah, the, and absolutely. If you look at a lot of these, uh, a lot of these articles coming out about these actors, they're coming from. Blogs. They're coming from online media, not from the New York Times. Because I think the only biggest one I can think of was the New York Times doing the Harvey Weinstein. And you and I read that article, and I didn't really understand what they were trying to do, if that makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. it, it was it was almost like a, an editor's piece, similar to, like, the dossier from D Donald Trump, you know, urinating on people. And it's like, all right, so what do we do with this? And so it wasn't really accusing. It wasn't like there wasn't proof. It was just kind of like, oh, I interviewed this person. This person said this happened. Well, BuzzFeed, when they released it, they said, we can verify literally nothing in this document, but we're going to release it anyway. Well, I'm and saying, that was what just, that I, was the I'm journalism not to, I, I'm not trying to defend Harvey Weinstein, but mm -hmm. it was just one of those things where you, you sit down as a, jur a journalist and you write this paper about it or about somebody, and it's just like sources are these victims, of course. But um, unfortunately, on my, my end, as like you know, look at it objectively, what do we do with it? Because a lot of this stuff is you can't really prosecute because it happened 20 years ago. Uh, and depending on what state it was in, the statutes of limitations. And then besides just outing him, like how normal people on Facebook out each other, you know, mm -hmm. people bicker at each other. It is, it's something where, what to, how do we force Hollywood to be better? I, I think I don't know. this hit the level that Hollywood has no choice. In the past, the Planskys of the world, the Woody Allens of the world can um, get away with it. 
with well, the adulation. I mean, I think that's the biggest deal too, because there's a lot of people in Hollywood, I would say, but there's only a few that have the loudest voice. And now people are like, "All right, this Roman Polanski deal. What's really going on with this? Why do we? Why do we support this? Why ten years ago in the Oscars, everyone, you know, praised this guy, giving him an Oscar?" And then they have that awkward, oh, he can't be here today because literally he'll be arrested if he was here. When we come back, I think I can sum it up and take it back to the 1950s with my summary in like 12 seconds or less. Well, we'll be back with a quick uh, sponsored break here, folks. We got to say a special thanks to those who support this show, Clean Sweep Office, Clean and Conroe Coffee. They're our sponsors for this morning's show. Thanks for tuning in. You can always reach out to us, 936-647-3776. That's our call-in message line. Or you can go on Facebook, MW Lone Star, Facebook us. Or feel free to go to IRLoneStar.com. We'll be back. If I just my Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. I must achieve But first I know it starts inside of me Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. It's 925. New listeners. If you like, uh, to listen and then come back, now that we changed our format, we're all talk from 9 to 11 with some music breaks at the top and bottom of the hour and some kicking bumper music. Usually, uh, what Dick wakes up. This is this what you woke up to this morning? Uh, it came on after a while, and I was like, "Man, I haven't heard this song now, in a long." This is time. R. Kelly, right? Yeah. Didn't he, wasn't he supposed to urinate on someone too? But that like really did happen. Well, see again, this Not is one of those deals. This is one of those deals that you don't really know the truth, but you think something. You know something. Like everyone kind of says, "Oh, I know something happened." It's like Richard Gere and the gerbil, which yeah. never happened, but everyone knows it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm clearly he did something because people believe he urinate on somebody. <laughs> so. Um. But uh, we, uh, we were talking about the whole Hollywood thing. You know, Charlie Sheen's the latest uh, uh, alleged um, perpetrator of abuse. It was Mariah Carey, Kevin Spacey. Uh, just uh, uh, the other day, Dick, you were talking about this movie that Spacey's in, and there was like Oscar buzz, and they were going to release it, and you were wondering what was going to happen. Well, apparently what's going to happen is they are cutting him out and recasting his role. So they're kind of pulling uh, Eric Stoltz back to the future thing. What's strange to me about that kind of move is they either spent so much money on all the other production side that they needed to do that, or uh, they're trying to save face. Because I would have just canceled the movie. 
I wouldn't have been like, you know, this is one of those movies that we just don't have. And what you do is you release it to video on demand 10 years from now. And just like, oh, it's one of the lost vaults from MGM. And you just do like, well, uh, yeah, well, a lot of, yeah, a lot of uh, actors, they have what's called, it's called pay or play, which means you get paid whether or not the movie goes out or not. Yeah. And I think what uh, the, the thought is the producers and investors have spent, let's say, a Kevin Spacey movie. I can't imagine it being for under $50 million. Just, well, I can't imagine them making that much money, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they never release it, they literally get nothing out of it. And then it'll be harder to get insurance premiums because it's like, okay, we insured this movie that it would be released and you never released it. So why would we give you more? Uh, I guess trying to get something back is better than nothing. And uh, here, here's the thing. Let's take it to the uh, Back to the Future thing. They, they filmed Back to the Future with Eric Stoltz and they filmed like 80% of the movie at least, all, all of his scenes. Well, I, And they realized he wasn't working, so they thought, okay, we could shelve no. this, or we can just reshoot the scenes with the guy we wanted to begin with, Michael J. Fox, and end up making more money as a result. Well, the only thing I can think of, mm -hmm. the reason this is anyone's even talking about because it, it was directed by Ridley Scott. Oh, okay. So to me, it's more of like, that was the only, and then you know who they are casting? Who? Christopher Plummer. Wow. So, I mean, Solid like, choice. yeah, that's what, and it's kind of interesting that they would move that fast and find, and it, it's really weird to me that they would want to waste their time doing it. To me, it's one of those things that you have Kevin Spacey's name attached to it in any regard, and it's tainted because good press isn't, or any press isn't good press anymore, like I would say. Right. Yeah. You're absolutely the right. People on that. have too much control over what they want to watch and when they want to watch and where they spend their money. Well, this is either a purely financial reason or mixed in with, you know, obviously, financial has got to be the driving force, but maybe this film, this story is, is good enough that the producers thought well, we no, got to well, tell it. Ridley Scott goes, I, I only do one movie every two years, three years. This is what I've been working on for the past year and a half, two years. I'm not wasting that time. Uh -huh. That's Paul, that's my guess. Very interesting. Well, while Christopher Plummer, uh, well, this, what was the movie um, where he, oh, Heath Ledger, he passed away. It was the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Yeah, that was uh, Terry Gilliam. Yeah, so Terry Gilliam movie, he, he passed, uh, Heath Ledger passed away halfway through and they hadn't finished the shots. So they rewrote the whole thing where they brought in like different actors, like Jude Law. And, but it worked into the storyline. Well, the new storyline. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they ended up, they probably didn't make of a fraction of the movie money they would have made otherwise, but getting a little something back, or they just felt the story needs to be told. We we can we can work around the problem, and maybe Ridley Scott feels that this, and the producers feel that this movie that Spacey was in was important enough. The story was important enough. More, it was bigger than the actor, and of course they can always just say, "Hey, I don't even know this jerk." You know, they could play the whole. We had no, with no idea, and I'm, I'm sure they didn't, or maybe some did, and it was the worst kept secret. But um, well, I think well, it's interesting, and then, and as a production side, there I'm reading this article that talking about Plumber. Mm -hmm. They're trying to do everything by December 22nd. <laughs> yeah, they, well, they got to get it out. Try, they're trying to get it for, for Oscar Oscars. season. So it's uh, I feel sorry <laughs> for the post production team there. Oh man, uh, uh, hey post production team, come to Conroe Coffee. Leo will, and Jason will load you up on some awesome coffee because you'll obviously be burning the candle on both ends and in the middle. With a lot of late nights. So I wish Jake was here because we're going to. Uh, well, because the next thing I wanted to talk to you about, Bob Costa. And I don't know if you know who Bob Costa yes, is. Yes, I do. He's probably one of the most people I dislike on TV. I thought it was Bob Costas. 
With an S. Probably Costas. Who cares? I know know more than you on a sports But every time I see him, and I always wondered, and and this is why I want Jake here because he knows a lot about sports, because I I will agree that I am ignorant to that side of sports. Why does he have a job to talk about sports? I didn't really understand because when I was learning about the way, like, the NFL handles their panels – my cousin was telling me because, you know, we're watching at football and like six out of the seven guys all played football. Mm-hmm. And there's always one guy who looks out of place because he's not gigantic or he's not a famous person. He's the color commentator. Mm-hmm. He's the one that kind of drives it. Is that what Bob Costas is? That's how he started off, kind of with the commentary. Uh, he was a sports nerd. And if you ever saw the Aaron Sorkin TV show Sports Night. Uh, where you had your talent and they're the air, you know, the, the former football player and stuff. And then you had the nerd who had stats just memorized yeah. from the 1900s. And Costas, I guess, got lucky enough, probably had a voice, had a presence, had a look, or, or maybe just someone was sick one day and like, Bob, suit up, you're, you're going on air. And he handled it. Well, that's how Wolf Blitzer got his gig. He was a nobody reporter on CNN during Desert Storm. And the night that the scuds started falling, he was there. He, he was on air when it started going, and so ended up being on air for hours. And as a result, he became the well, stud stud. I, he, there's an article in USA Today, and it's uh, kind of him being interviewed about the future of football. And what the headline says, the game destroys people's brains. That's what he's trying to say. And, he, and, he's, and I've, I've learned he's a host of a lot of football stuff. Mm-hmm. He's involved with the NFL for the past 10 years. And he's coming out saying this kind of kind of thing, and so now people are realizing the full picture of football, the full like you know the the end game, what's mm-hmm. going to happen to the sport. And uh, I, I know me secretly, I kind of want to see the NFL struggle a little bit, just mm-hmm. because they got too big for their britches, and it's always nice to see a giant fall. Yeah, and it's not quite choice and fraud. I mean, the, the, the joy of, of of watching someone go down it's it's kind of a just desserts thing um i was funny i was flipping channels last night in my new hotel room and i've noticed over the last few weeks there has been an increase an uptick in some of the uh fringe channels you know ion or tnt or or whatever of football movies last night the replacements was on tnt and I, i love that movie it's one of the few sports movies i just love it's very funny uh, you know, remember the Titans, these football movies that are supposed to rah-rah. And I have a feeling there there could be a sense the NFL is probably paying some networks to go, hey, re- you know, have some money and and show movies that remind people that this is a good sport, that there are good stories behind it. Um, well, the scary the scary thought of it, too, and this is something what Jake would could talk more about, is how much of our infrastructure education-wise is connected to football. Because I do know majority of, like, Texas high schools – have a mm. big program in football, yeah. like public schools. It's, and when you're, yeah, when you're sitting here talking about like the house of cards style of football, brain injury studies, and what really happens in the end game, and they also happen, like what happens if everyone becomes a good parent? And they're like, I don't want my kids playing football because they'll, they'll adapt because there are many towns in the in the universe well, they'll adapt. that don't have football. Well, I know they'll adapt, but I'm talking about the money and like think about. From age eight, you start playing football. Go to age fifteen, you're starting to get into junior leagues mm-hmm. with high school, and then it's like, oh hey, you can go to college for free if you're really good at this. And then we go to college. Oh man, we're paying these coaches six million dollars, eight ten million dollars a year playing this sport, and then all of a sudden, everyone's gone. 
So, I mean, how much money is that? How much of a foundation is it? Because especially jobs and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, like, what are you going to do on Saturdays? <laughs> Watch soccer. Once upon a time, I actually had the stats. Uh, I, I wrote a, an article a long, long time ago uh, about the odds of a high school basketball player, like star player, making it into pro professional basketball. And it's like the odds, like one, literally one in 5,000 or 50. It was just some, it, like it doesn't happen. It's, it's not winning the lottery level, but it's it's one of these kids will end up playing playing professional basketball, and they will drop out at many po at various points, college level, uh, high school level, in between. One thing just uh, to go back quickly to the whole Hollywood thing, because it also I think ties in with with football. People are getting fed up. Uh, back in the 50s, we had the McCarthy hearings where Senator Joseph McCarthy was like going after the, every com He saw communists everywhere. He was just a total wag job about it. And he got so now, rabid about it. Well, just just mm -hmm. for historical purposes, when you say whack job about it, was during that time, was he seen as a whack job? Or was this more of like 20 years later, we realized he really did have it out for these specific people because he didn't like the way they looked at, at the him time, at the time. He was so charismatic that everyone was hopping on board, and there was a lot of fear with it too. You know, hop on board with me, or you're the. It was like J. Edgar Hoover. It was, if you're not with me, I'm gonna shred you to bits. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, this is where the Hollywood blacklist came along. Mm -hmm. You know, people forced to turn on each other. He was. Just, it was a witch hunt. And finally, he was going after this this uh, woman who uh, was a low level office worker who had records to that were kind of denying what he's what he was saying. And so he started accusing her. And finally, this other senator named Joseph Welsh piped up and said, have you no sense of decency? And with those words, everything turned around at that, literally at that moment, people were like, you know, you're right. And it turned around that the hearings pretty much stopped at that moment with him saying, you have, you were such a whack job. So yeah, they thought it was a whack job. The moment those words were uttered, have you no sense of decency? And I think people are starting to say in Hollywood and sports, have you no sense of, you know, it could be decency, respect. Well, I can even see that happening with some of the stuff with, with Donald Trump because so many people are building and building and building their anger towards them. And when you use a lot of anger, you're going to make a lot more mistakes than you would be if you're, you know, trying to be due diligent with your facts and everything like that. Because mm -hmm. that's one thing that's always amazing me is I, I wouldn't wait. I can see myself waking up and something's going to happen. I feel like it's going to happen within the four years Politically, something's going to happen. Either Donald Trump gets impeached or Hillary Clinton goes to jail or, you know, something that people just keep talking about and they want to make it true. And I'm like, something's going to happen. Someone's actually going to do good journalism here. And it's going to be like all the president's men kind of thing where it takes time. It takes the right things to fall into place. But uh, I'm just I'm I, I'm waiting for it. I want it to happen. I don't care what it is. But let's take a bet. What's going to happen first that day or we land a manned mission on Mars? Because I'm hoping that both of these will happen in my lifetime. I don't know because it, I think it, it, there's too much at stake that depends on chance when it comes to this kind of stuff. Because if you really look at the history of these exp people being exposed, a lot of it's by chance because someone made a mistake. Or, or they, they take it one step further. You know, you give a mouse a, a glass of milk and want a cookie kind of thing. So McCarthy, like said, he— Well, we need to look at Hollywood and look at this harassment stuff. And it's turning around and, on, a, on, a, on a dime. And so I think, yeah, have you no sense of propriety, anger? I think it's going to happen with Hillary. I think this Donna Brazil thing, that's why people are so angry at Donna Brazil. A year ago, she was the darling of the Democratic Party. Yeah, it's going to be—she's doing—well, she's also trying to sell a book. I think but, she's uh, setting herself up for a presidential run, to be 
stuff. And that's why Hillary's so Hillary wanted to be the I first female president. I can't believe we don't have better options than that. Because I've seen her speak on on TV and in front of groups, and she doesn't strike me as like she's not a character. Like see, Donald Trump to me, he was charismatic in the sense that he literally is a character. People designed an inflatable duck after or chicken after this guy. It's mm-hmm. Like he has the he has a character to him, mm-hmm. and it's unique to him. Now, and I don't really know anybody that would be running. But do we want someone who can? give a good speech and is, you know, comfortable in front of other people or someone who's like smart. I think well, about, I, I think if they're smart, they're not going to run for that position. You know, right. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's just the way that's going to be, but I really don't know. I mean, I, I don't, it's one of those things that you're looking down three years from now. Cause I guess it was yesterday was the first year of Donald Trump's first yeah, year. In yeah. He is one year plus but one I or two mean, days right now. If you look at, I mean, I don't, and yet we're still here. We haven't gone up in well, nuclear war. The stock market is strong. Hmm. And you know, to, I, and the polarized caps are still know, there. I'm, oh, this is gonna be kind of a joke. I bet you anything. Twitter when they're having their little group meetings, uh-huh. and they're like, "Hey, we need to change our platform a little bit. Why don't we increase the characters to 280 to give Donald Trump more time to to, to do his thing?" <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, you know, we want to double his chances of just sounding like an idiot. I know, like you know, they actually had that in their mind because. They're, they're literally only open for business because of him. <laughs> You're like they, absolutely right. I mean, if they didn't have Donald Trump, I wonder what how bad their ratings would go down. Or like user inter, like the user interactions. I mean, it would be like... Oh, no. I don't Trump think, is single-handedly responsible. I don't, no, I don't think they would cut in half. I think it would be cut by like a fourth. No, I'd say a half. I'm, I'm telling you, Twitter was on its way out. Uh, two years ago, I was doing these social media classes where they're going, Twitter's on the way out. It's stupid. It's a, it's a shtick. It's like Snapchat. People are going to get tired of it. And no, I, I think I think you're right. I think it would have been in half. That's funny. Without good old Donald. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick music break here, folks. So if you have a song request for our next music break on the next hour, let us know, 936-647-3776. Or you can just uh, message us on Facebook, MW Lone Star. Hope you guys have been enjoying the conversation, having some fun. Hey, Dick. Uh, I believe I can fly. Yes. Today's show... It's brought to you by Conroe Coffee and, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. So stick around, folks, but we're going to take a quick music break. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266. Seven six three two. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. 
Do you believe you can fly? Whatever. <laughs> so I was scrolling through the headlines, and this one just kind of tickled me a bit. So uh, there's a soap star named Shane McDermott on All My Children. Now, I admit I watched All My Children way back in college. Uh, I The last thing I watched was um, one of the guys, like, went blind, and then he got knocked on the head, and he ended up, like, 100 years in the past in the Old West, and then everyone else was, was there in different characters. And then they uh, got taken to this uh, uh, um, underground city. And then, like, one of them died and went to heaven or on a spaceship. And that was, if memory serves, that was all my children. I thought that was awesome. But then uh, then I graduated college and moved on. But apparently, Shane McDermott, all my children, went down to Galveston, had a night of drinking, got verbal, got saucy. The cops were called. He's uh, getting in their faces and saying, arrest me now, arrest me now. So... They did. And uh, that's just, just, do we really think we're invincible when we have just one too many dick? I mean, what are you going to do, arrest me? Yeah, pretty much. I I mean, it depends how drunk you are, right? True. I don't think I've ever been sauced enough to uh, encourage a cop to say, yeah, what Yeah, what about those handcuffs? See what no, happens. I was reading uh, yesterday that a guy got arrested because he honked his horn at a cop. Really? Yeah. That's kind of a... Now, unless there's like a city ordinance against that, uh, that's kind of an extreme response. And let's see. Well, I mean, was he like honk honk or was he? Eh. Well, it, uh, what was reported was they're at a stop sign and the cop was just sitting there at a stop sign and he honked several times. And when the cop, the cop, the officer wouldn't move, he pulled around him and then took it like stopped at the stop sign and just kind of went on his way and he pulled him over. Ah, uh, I think we will find that that will uh, be dismissed <laughs> in the court. They'll get in well, front of the judge. The, the ironic part was is he apparently is an officer part of a or a part of the unit that invest investigates other cops because of the Char uh because of the Michael Brown is in that area. Oh, okay. And so they had this sp special unit, and he's part of it that invest like make sure cops are doing. The guy that got arrested was part of a special unit. No, the guy who arrested the oh, officer really? who did it. Ooh. So that was kind of funny. Ooh, bad, bad call, sir. Uh, well, yeah. well, let's see what happens on that. Interesting. Um, hey, I have an update on the Hawaiian boat women. Remember I talked oh, about yeah, them a couple yeah, of weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, their yeah. Uh, their fishtail was starting to slip through the nets. See what I'm doing there? I'm putting You're, in... You keep, you keep putting it in there. Dick says, not tonight, Skippy. I have a haddock. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Thank you. I'll be, I'll be here all week. Wait, they I, already, I already clapped for you this morning. Thank so you. Did. You only get one. Oh, I only get one clap. If he's got the clap this morning. Moving on from that. Uh, yeah, so the Hawaiian boat women, apparently now they're saying that they knew ex they weren't lost at all, that the the Taiwanese boat that effectively rescued them and was towing them to port, now they're saying that the men on that boat were actually trying to kill them. And that's when they decided to grab Can I say a, that again? Yeah, that they were rescued by a Taiwanese boat or, you know, a boat under a Taiwanese flag, and the boat is towing them to port, a U.S. port, and now they're saying that these people actually tried to ram them, boarded them, tied their ship to them, and were taking them to kill them. Well, is this, you think it's one of those scenarios where you, if you just keep lying, one of them's going to 
I think she's throwing all the spaghetti on the wall to see if anything's going to stick. Uh, lady, because, uh, I mean, the timing's perfect. It's been about a week and a half, so on the media cycle, you know, now she's back in the headlines. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, we we got to come up with a better story. I just, well, what's weird to me about it is it's still being reported. Like, what is what is at stake with this story? Besides, hey, we could go to war with Taiwan over this. Huh. Well, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the end game of the media to keep the following The end game up. is they want to get on Big Bro- Celebrity Big Brother or something. I mean, the, that's that's the end game. That's the only end oh. game. In Skippy's humble opinion, and the opinions of Skippy don't necessarily reflect the opinions of Lone Star Community Radio. There you go. Thank you so I much have, for... I have that down to such a fine art because I'm so having to legally cover myself when I say that. Hey, speaking of tweets, you know, later we were uh, earlier we were talking about tweets and stuff. So apparently the CMA Awards happened la- uh, last night. The Country Music apparently, Awards. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that is probably one of the last shows on the planet I'd watch. Nothing personal. I'm just not an award show fan in general, and country music is near the bottom of my list. But of everything that's going on in the industry, and and, and, actors and musicians are frequently accused of being out of touch. And I got to say, nothing throws that into such sharp relief than an award ceremony where you have actors in in a climate of, you know, there's bad stuff going on, and they give Roman Polanski a standing ovation. I cannot wait for these Oscars coming up. I almost feel sorry for Jimmy Kimmel because he's going to have to walk that tightrope. They should just say, screw it, put Seth MacFarlane back in because the man is fearless. Did you see the Oscars with Seth MacFarlane? Um, yeah, he was pretty good. He well, even threw a Weinstein joke in there. He threw a he? Weinstein joke? Well, my favorite was uh, near the beginning, he uh, uh, was trying to introduce Christopher Plummer. We were talking about him earlier. And Christopher Plummer, you know, was in... Uh, the Sound of Music. Yeah. And uh, do you know how The Sound of Music ends? The Nazis. Yeah, they escape. They escape just in time. And uh, so he's like, ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Plummer, Christopher Plummer. And he's not there. All of a sudden, from the side door, this Nazi bursts in. Mein Herrn, he is not here to be found. You know, a scene right out of the movie. And I thought it was brilliant. And McFarlane said, hey, people, it just gets worse. It goes downhill from here. But he, he just set the tone like this is not. They need to get Seth McFarlane to ho- say, Jimmy, sorry. You know, we're, we're take backseat to this one and then just go to town on it. That's the only way they're going to save face because every speech is going to feel disingenuous. Every producer they think, every time they don't say. I, well, I, it's almost like they should just go back to the very first one where it's like they literally just do the award ceremony. Yeah. There isn't anything posh about it. It, it was in a hotel ballroom. Yeah. It's just kind of like, hey, this is what we're going to do. And this we're going to focus on the movies. We're not going to focus on the people. And then just do it like that. I mean, think about last year when they literally pulled a uh, Steve Harvey on mispronouncing the winner of like the last one. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I'm just going to rant and rave during. I, there needs to be a drinking game because every time an Oscar is, this one's dedicated to the victims. This one's dedicated to Corey. This one's dedicated to so and so. Uh, every time a, a A-lister says, I should have said something, or every time a producer is backhandedly thanked, you should take a shot. Well, I, well also, too, what's funny is w- with the internet being able to track numbers and everything mm. like that, you're finally seeing how many people really watch the Oscars compared to how many people watch, say, like Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And the numbers are distant from another. And it's kind of like, it's kind of funny because for so many years, we're being told, oh, this is a big thing to watch. This is this the is cavalcade. It. The so many people watched it, and it's like, oh, by the way, you know, record lows. 
you know, not even that, but it's like 92 times more million people watched the stupid kids thing <laughs> on something else. Like there's more people watching something else than this. And it's just kind of funny that now the numbers are coming out, especially with the NFL having their decline. People are noticing, oh, there used to be a lot more people watching this show because they're like, they're, you know, they always say they were saying like every week, 2 percent. One percent was it was every week was falling two two yeah. 3%. There's always attrition with this with and show. and a lot of people don't realize how many people that is until you know when the norm the new norm becomes oh only eight million people watched it because I didn't notice that about news because like how bad the numbers were in just normal media news mm-hmm. and then I realized it's the, we're talking about a channel that's on twenty four seven and they don't have that many viewers and that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy to me. I absolutely agree. Uh, but the, the CMAs last night, of, of all the things that are happening in the industry, and I got off on the tangent that, you know, actors and musicians are frequently being accused of being out of touch. And it was really thrown into relief uh, at the CMAs because the, the big, like, ha-ha moment, you know, where they thought they were so clever is they did a song, the co-host did a song about Trump's tweets. See, that that could old, be funny, though. But I'm saying it's what you could do last month's no, no, no. news. What would be hilarious is you do a duet oh, with Trump's it? tweet and Hillary's tweets. There you go. See, that would be entertaining. That, 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 that might actually work. But my thought is, if everything that's going on in, in the entertainment industry, we're still a choosing the president as the source of all things vitriolic. Uh but also, it's like yesterday's news. He, uh, although I agree with you, I think they doubled at Twitterville. They doubled the, the character count just for him. He well, really he, hasn't done anything stupid well, lately I'm on Twitter. More, I, I mean, I could totally see the board or whoever's in charge of making the group decisions. They they have on the agenda every meeting. What are we gonna do about Donald Trump? Like, Donald Trump is mentioned in the meeting. I mean, especially like, can you imagine working for a news organization and you're like you're you're covering like. Let's say you're covering sports, but every every week, every two weeks or whatever, they have their their meeting, their biweekly meeting or whatever. Donald Trump's always talked about, and I would go crazy. I'm like, I don't need to hear this anymore. Like, I don't. Yeah, it's <laughs> the back back uh, closed door meetings in the smoke filled rooms. I miss those days. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. So yeah, that's it on that one. So yay, CMA awards. I have no idea who won anything last night. I. I no, I, it's funny that we're we play country music and I have no idea. But uh you know what that <laughs> means though is the top of the hour. We gotta take our music break. Are we gonna play non country music? Uh yeah, we've been playing non country music. Um, verify. So come on. Trust but come ver- on now. I trust but verify. Come on now. If you're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We're gonna take a quick music break. Uh so it's gonna be a little long. You got Star Request 936-647-3776. Hope you're enjoying this morning, folks. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Let us know your thoughts. MW Lone Star on Facebook. We'll be right back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. 
Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. And we're back. Mornings with Lone Star, folks. Good morning. Almost good afternoon. It's 10, 11 right now. Hanging out with Skippy. That's me. We're here every weekday morning, 9 o'clock to 11, talking and also doing songs. Let us know what you want to hear. We have a bottom of the hour. One more music break. 936-647-3776 to leave a message. And, of course, you can always message on Facebook, Mornings with Lone Star. Or if you know Dick's private cell phone number, y'all go on and blow it up. He won't care. <laughs> No, let's not do that. I want to. I want to. I want to accept that. It is ten eleven, so we have one more hour left, wow. and we kind of already covered the repeating topics of sexual assault. <laughs> yeah. uh, Donald Trump. What <laughs> else do we need? Yeah. What else do we need to talk about? Well, uh, WikiLeaks just dropped something. They did. What I did. did they it's gonna be interesting. They uh, they've been doing like an ongoing thing about the CIA, mm-hmm. and so this is the next rotation of the CIA documents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the last one, either it was the last one or the one before that, they released the information about how they spy on us and what programs they use on our phones and stuff it's like NSA, that. It's NSA, but keep uh, going. Well, no, like the CIA used to make it look like. Oh, I, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, get with it. I'm sorry. But uh, so they did that. So that's kind of interesting. But now people don't really like WikiLeaks. <clears throat> well, my personal, here's here's the thing. The dissemination of classified information to non-classified personnel uh, it's just the lifestyle they grew up in is is wrong, is bad. People do not have a right to know everything at any given moment. There, there are secrets for a reason. And it's like the Snowdens of the world who disseminate documents and then go to Russia. That's called espionage, and it's a, it's a treasonous offense. It's high treason. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> sorry, the allergies are kicking me today. Let me clear my throat again. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So, but WikiLeaks... As I think like one of our first days we were talking, I think Jake was in the studio with us where we were talking about the difference between a whistleblower and a criminal. And it's like the, the second the, crim, the whistleblower breaks the law to blow the whistle, then he's no longer a whistleblower. He's a criminal. And it's just unfortunate that's how it is. So some good may come of these document releases. Some change may be affected, but they are tainted because they're, uh, uh, it's, they're criminally released. They're illegally released. And it's like in a court of law, you can't use evidence. If evidence is taken on you, Dick, let's say you're uh, on trial for, for, you know, killing Holly. And thank you. Well, just, you know, throwing that out there. I'm not saying you're going to kill her. I'm not, I'm not people. She's as good as dead. People. I'm not saying that off the air. Dick talks about killing his fiance. Yeah, I am not never. saying that. Okay. 
I would never say that on the air. But let's say in, you know, fringe alternate reality, you were on trial for that and evidence was collected, but it was illegally obtained. It cannot be used. And you would fight to the death for your, your right to not have that evidence used. And so same thing with the WikiLeaks documents. They are illegally obtained, therefore they are tainted. And those who release them should be held on charges. That being said, and I hate sounding duplicitous. I hate sounding like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. But a lot of change can be a... What the heck are you doing? Just messing with you. <laughs> it worked. A lot of change can be affected by the release of those documents. So this is, in Skippy's world, what is called a moral quandary. Yeah, I, see, this is something, again, like everything is so confusing mm -hmm. in the bucket. And what's going to come out, we don't, I mean, even if it's true or not, that's one thing I don't, I, that's one thing I hate about the way the world is handling all this information happening so fast. Mm -hmm. And there's not, we don't have the, we do not have the ability to slow down us or that. And I don't, I mean... Are we getting to the point where, and God, this is probably going to get me put on a couple of watch lists here, but if America just was on the receiving end of a mid-level EMP, electromagnetic pulse burst, yeah. where a lot of our technology just went bye-bye. Well, I mean, I, I... I think we'd survive just fine. I don't think it'd be like those TV shows where everybody forgets how to shave and, and shower. No, I agree with that. But... It's, it's almost like a, a reboot would not necessarily be a totally bad thing. And like I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm not proposing that this happen. I'm not inviting anyone to, you know, blow up a nuclear bomb in our atmosphere to knock out our, our electronics. But is that what it would take to kind of slow down the, the influx of, of news and information so to give us a chance to actually go through it? I, I, I agree with that, yeah. I think... Uh... I would also think there's too many news organizations trying to compete uh, with the information. Because think about what you do as a per – like if you're a listener right now, I would love to know, how do you consume your news? Is it through your iPhone telling you you can look at the Apple News or is it – do you visit a website or do you get a paper delivered every morning? And I think back in the day you know, when the newspaper was it – that for like a good 30, 40 years, probably mm -hmm. more than that, oh, yeah. probably about 70 years, at, at 80 least. years, uh, that was the only way you could be influenced by something outside of your neighbor and to know what's going on locally and nationally and state here in the country. And I, I don't – like I said, there's just too too much stuff being consumed, too consumed that you can't focus on one thing. And that's why everyone's kind of going to these aggregate sites where they're just kind of basically – combining all the good stuff mm -hmm. what we think and it's like is this what i like to do like I, I mean i know i like visiting the website reddit a lot because what it is is kind of user driven but now it's becoming more like you can manipulate it but when i say user driven i read an article on usa today it's interesting i'll post it to this oh, okay. this website kind of like drudge mm -hmm. drudge report where it's like they have a collection of articles and then when you look at that you're like oh that looks really great you know, and then it gets voted on and people like it and people comment. I love reading internet comments because people are hilarious. <laughs> and uh, But one thing I like about internet comments is people follow up where it's like, hey, I don't really know if this is real. I read this article too. And people are like, oh, that was that was found, you know, not true, blah, blah, blah. And there is some input from other people instead of a CNN anchor who probably didn't write the report he's reporting and sitting there just literally reading off a card and that's it. 
I personally, uh, you know, in, in searching for news, uh, you know, Dick can look over and see me frequently, even as he's talking. I, unfortunately, I can multitask. I'll be scrolling headlines. If I find a, a story that's that I think is newsworthy, the first thing I'll do is I'll go to another legitimate news outlet, or I will Google search the keywords, the headline, to see if two or more legitimate outlets are reporting the same thing. At that point, to me, it's confirmed. <coughs> Although I should watch it because some of these sites, you know, CNN is throwing stuff out there and Fox News. I'm not being anti-CNN necessarily. Uh, you get some legitimate news sources that are throwing stuff out there without confirming them. Yeah, and again, that's something that the internet kind of uh, – some, is anything something new, people come deathly afraid of how do we adapt and how do we get to the next comfortable spot. And everyone, every news organizations, like for example, Houston Press shut down. Mm -hmm. They're literally only doing online stuff. And and they and what I loved is the editor wrote up straight up. This is why we're doing it is because our ad sales are plummeted, especially when Harvey happened and went even further down south. And there's no way we can sustain the way we've been doing business. And I think that's a lot of things. I don't know how the correct term is. That's how a lot of people today are looking at it like that. So there's, we can't continue doing business the way we've been doing it. So for example, Donald Trump, he saw it comes president. Well, clearly. We couldn't continue doing the way we did in business. Our people felt that way. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, we look at the country as a whole right now. It's it's people say it's divided. I don't really know. I haven't really seen that much here in Texas, but you know, in other major states, there might be a lot more, you know, protesting or I think eventually people will get tired of it's 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 exhausting to maintain a fight you know if you see two if you keep a fight going you know say you're in a you know a, a marital fight or fight with a best friend or the Hatfields and the McCoys after a while you forget what you're fighting for to keep it we're not genetically designed to keep fights going where we, we take pictures of weddings on purpose because we forget the memories and that's why we don't take pictures at funerals because we want to forget we know in a year or so the memories are going to fade so to keep up, same thing with the fight, to keep a fight going for more than a year, it's you're making a concerted effort to keep the fight going. And right now, that's for people who are still, because we're a year into Trump, people who are still sore about that. Um, and as a, a news station yesterday, a talk show played kind of a montage of all the anchors the night Trump won. Like, oh, this is a... It was hilarious because people were like, oh, we're all going to die. Welcome to the new America where we're all going to be in... You know, all the gays are going to be pink triangles on their shirts and sent off to concentration camps, and all the the Asians are going to be sent back. It was hilarious. And these are legitimate news sources who are just crying, literally. Well, my favorite one was CNN saying, you can't read these documents. They're illegal, but we can, <laughs> and we can tell you what they say. Yeah. Like, they literally have that. The guy, Anger, said that. I'm like, man, this guy just really goes for it. Again, I don't think they write that. I think they're just the puppet guy, and they're just doing their job. Yeah. But, but on a news source, here's the thing, people. If you can find it on CNN and Fox News, chances are it's legit. If you can have two opposing, you know, find a liberal-leaning outlet, find a conservative-leaning outlet, confirm it with uh, BBC America, <laughs> BBC News, and and you, you probably got it. And let's not knee-jerk reaction if we find something stupid posted online. Uh, I've been calling out friends. If they post something that's fake news, I'll cite the source to show it's fake. And I'll point it going, this is fake. Are you going to take this down now? Because everyone else is like, yeah, he sucks. There was, there was a thing about uh, Eric Trump saying something 
that Melania Trump was smarter than Michelle Obama. And it never happened. But people are just like, Eric Trump, he sucks. He's stupid. He's And I posted, here's the Snopes uh, review on it. Here's uh, two other sources that say this actually did not happen. Are you going to take it now? I'm like, well, no, because, you know, it just shows how stupid they are. People are feeling justified to post. Well, and it goes both sides. Conservatives do the same thing, and I call them out, well, too. Well, I, I mean, and that's one thing I, I have to laugh at people making guesses or making, you know, assumptions of what's going on in the world, and then they don't really know what the individual is going to do. If you look at us as, like, little ants, we're all kind of going all over the place now. We're not moving as one. Mm-hmm. And especially the biggest example would be what the public's expectation was of the 2016 presidential election and then what resulted in it. It, it is it is kind of funny. Like you got to laugh at those news organizations that are saying, oh, you know, Hillary Clinton has a 91 percent chance of winning. That's what I was playing and yesterday. There's only on Mars would Trump win. And these people are still on the air passing themselves off as experts. And that's, yeah, uh, you think they would just recycle it. Like, all right, you're gone. Let's get some new people and we'll be good with it. But uh, no, not yet. Not yet, man. Regain the trust, people. That's what I'm saying, media. Regain the trust. Do some stuff that's trustworthy and let us trust you again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. But uh, yeah, I mean, things are going to keep moving and then like we're still going to have the harassment stuff and we're still going to, I mean, that's going to be going on for how long? Forever now, or do you uh, think it's going to die through, off? Through the Oscar season. I, I think there's some bombshells that are they're being timed. That stinks that people have to hold that information. For one reason or another, yeah, I absolutely agree. But uh, you know what? We need to talk about the local elections that happened. I believe that was yesterday. Uh, a couple of days ago. Days on ago, Tuesday. Uh -huh, and, uh, I know we kind of touched on it. Let's get an expert here. Let's see. If you know anybody, let us know. 936-647-3776. We're going to take a quick music break here again. This is our last music break. So stick around here on Lone Star Community Radio. Mornings with Lone Star. Conroe's FM 104.5-1061. We'll be back here shortly. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. And we're back. Morning's Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com. 1032. Already? 
Yeah, man. Time flies when you're having hey, fun with Hey, how dick. did the plays go? Oh, well, just kind of all around. Uh, you know, last Sunday, a Lone Star Community Troop, and those who may have just heard the, uh, the tag, uh, we did two live radio shows, Grace McDaniels' The Bad Date, and then Sean K. Thompson's The Breastage Club. Both performed live. Uh, good feedback on both of them, and they will be played every Sunday for the rest of the month on Lone Star at seven, starting at 7 p.m., and then um, after that in December, they'll go podcast. But they're a lot of fun. Um, the cast that was going on at 7.30, at 7 o'clock, they were outside the studio kind of cheering on the 7 o'clock cast. And uh, they returned the favor afterwards. So when the 7.30 cast was on doing their thing, the other crew was out there. Uh, Conroe Coffee stayed open, and they had an event going, so we had people peering in the window. It was a lot of fun. Good deal. Looking forward to Good it. Good deal. At 7 o'clock on Sunday to hear the replay of it. And uh, you know it's coming up this weekend, and one of our friends who was in the studio, Bears, Beers, and Booms. Mm-hmm. If you remember that. I Bears, do. Bears, etc. It's happening this weekend uh, on Saturday, 1.30 to 7.30 at the Blackwood Gun Club over there on 2854. Uh, so that's pretty cool. That's happening. So good shout out to those folks. Lots of good Veterans Day events going on. And if you are a veteran, do know that there are some uh, companies, uh, businesses that are offering discounts or even free stuff. Uh, there's a uh, restaurant bar called Bombshells that I think are offering, like, if, if you're a veteran and you know, bring proof of, of military service, free. My favorite color. Uh, so uh, hats off to the veterans. We'll talk more about you guys tomorrow, guys and gals tomorrow uh, on Friday. But uh, love Veterans Day, love veterans. And love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, so well, kind of a bummer news uh, thing, though. Locally, a woman was recently killed while texting while driving. Well, you're missing the big big thing about that. It says assumed. Oh, was it? Assumed? Okay. Yeah. It's on the uh, your, Houston, your Courier News. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, because yeah, the phone uh, was next to her hand. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought. Uh, possibly texting while driving. Could be. Uh, Primarily was she wasn't speaking. Wait, 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 wait. She held onto the phone during the crash? It was near her hand, apparently, so. I mean, he held on if to If you it. can't see me, folks, I'm rolling he, my he eyes. He is rolling his eyes. Uh, but mixing with other stuff that, uh, no skid marks before, no signs of intoxicated driving. She was, apparently, the, the speed limit was 45, and she was going just over that, like everybody does. So it wasn't speeding. It wasn't, like, out of control. Uh, just... Uh, whether or not the, the texting was involved, do you know that there is a law against it now? As my daughter actually pointed out to me, I myself am guilty of it. I try not to be, especially with my daughter in the car, but, you know, my phone buzzed. I kind of looked down at it. I was at a red light, wasn't moving. But my daughter's like, Dad, Dad, there's a law. You, you could get arrested for that now. And she's absolutely right. Well, you know, Apple even released a new update for their iPhones. I don't know about Android phones, but now you can set it on where it knows you're driving and won't let you go into your phone. Cool. Well, uh, it, it will lit you, but it's like you have to go through a couple of extra steps. I and, think it's worth it. And you're lying every time you open it. But, uh, <laughs> well, it's, uh, you know, I have uh, my, my car. You can Bluetooth your phone in and stuff. And if you push the button, you can, you know, if I'm at a red light, I can say, hey, Siri, where's the nearest such and such? But if I'm driving and if I do that, it'll, it'll tell me, sorry, we can't give you that information while you're driving. I like that. Uh, there's a uh, GPS program called Waze, W-A-Z-E. Have you ever played with it, Dick? Yeah. You, you know, it's a traffic one, and, you know, you put in your address, and it'll real-time update you on how long it'll take you mm-hmm. and what routes you can do. Mm-hmm. But it's got uh, two great features on it. One is if you're if you're driving, if you're moving, and you try to 
search for something, it'll tell you, can't do it if you're moving unless you're a passenger. Are you a passenger? And that leads, you know, you have the choice to lie or not. Uh, and also, when you show up at your destination, it'll give you this little alarm thing to remind you to look in the backseat if you have any kids in the backseat. Now, you can change it accordingly. Um, you can change the message. Why the can't default, cars just drive themselves? I don't want that to happen. Would they fill themselves up, too, at the gas station? Will they renew your, their own easy tags? I don't know. I mean, that would be pretty interesting to see what happens with uh, in Texas, too, because Texas is, I mean, that's the only way we're going to have public transportation is if, you know, it's automated right. through cars, not through trains or anything like right, that. Right, exactly. Um, I, I think the electric car and the self-driving car will, will go the way of the e-reader where there will be a market for it. Some people will buy it, but nothing beats a good old, yeah, people knew books were going to die out with the advent of the Kindle and, and everything else. There's no more books will be printed. Of course they're going to be printed. People love books. Oh, there will always be books. There will always be gas-powered cars that you got to drive. And uh, But there will be a market for them, so the, they will exist in harmony, like ebony and ivory. What's that? That that, that horrible Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney song from the 80s? Oh, no, never, never mind. I don't know. Ebony and ivory living together in perfect I harmony? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm going to play it for you just to stick it in your head because it won't go away. But uh, the the law, it's funny that the we're talking about the you know, 2017 November elections and locally mm -hmm. people can drink now, I guess, sell, sell liquor. That's right. And Montgomery, I don't think there's a dry part of Montgomery County left now. Woot, woot. Any other, any other cool laws that, that popped up? Well, you know, people were still complaining about this mud stuff. Were they slinging mud? Well, no, apparently I was in the, in the paper, in the Your Conroe News, there's an article about seven people seven decide people. on a $434 million in bonds from Montgomery County. How did we get to that point? Because uh, mud uh, elections are broken down like into neighborhoods. Yeah. And you have to be a resident of that neighborhood. So these seven people were spread out over like three or four different precincts, districts that were the tipping point. And it's kind of like the electoral college at work. You know, you can't have one person, one vote, and then the popular vote wins because the guy, the, the, the four people living in the one district in Montgomery County where there are more armadillos than people, they deserve an equal representation, but there's only four of them. And just down the street, there were 400. So in order to keep their four votes from being just totally swallowed up, they have an equal say in the precinct and the kind of the electoral yeah. college. And so these seven people uh, spread out. That's dangerous. So, so your vote does matter with the electoral college because a lot of people were butthurt about it. Oh, she won the, the popular vote. She should win. No, it's there for a reason and for a good reason. And your vote does matter. People think, well, if there's an electoral college, my vote doesn't matter. It absolutely matters. Still. <laughs> I'm just, I'm stretching this one out because you're looking at me like, I got nowhere to go with this. But. Well, no, it, I, it's one of those deals, too, is how many people really care. If you look at the history of Montgomery County and the way they vote, I mean, it's sometimes, like, especially East County, it's not very many people go out and vote. And especially for an election period like this one, that's a year after the, you know, nation's election. It's... My no, young, no one cares. My young friend, I will put it in the context for you. And this is a shocker, the the Woodlands shocker that happened. The director of the Woodlands Township. You know, the, those of you who don't know, the Woodlands is a township, unincorporated, unannexed township. 
of small villages. It's not a city. There's no city council. Everything's a township. But the director, the incumbent, a hardcore Montgomery County resident, Republican, lost. And after all the votes were counted significantly to a Democrat. That, you, you know, um, and there were, there were questions about the campaign, the, the incumbent's campaign, how she ran it. And these were both female, so this isn't a gender thing. They were both white. This isn't a race thing. It was um, the incumbent ran a campaign and the challenger ran a different campaign and 400 and some odd people, I think 480 was the final count, uh, opted to go with the other woman who actually was the chair of a DNC local precinct. That, you know, it's your vote matters. <laughs> if you think, ah, oh, why bother to vote? It doesn't matter. Okay, if you're happy that... Now, township leadership, it's like a mayor. It doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. It's not going to suddenly go blue in the woodlands. And most of these uh, uh, races are bipartisan. You know, when you have a mayoral race, you don't say Democrat... Mayor White going up against Republican mm -hmm. so-and-so. It's it's Mayor so-and-so versus Challenger so-and-so. Same thing with the township. The, the party was incidental. But if you're happy at this result and you voted, then you voted. If you're unhappy and you didn't vote, well, then shame on you. Your vote does count. Well, I mean, to give you an idea of what I was talking about, it's apparently 6% of Harris County, not Montgomery County, Harris County voted. Mm -hmm. I believe that. So, um, and especially they had the pension stuff up and the, yeah, well, that's their stuff, not our stuff. So who cares? But, uh, well, if Houston keeps on trying to annex us like they've been wanting to, it could be our stuff. And well, even, even Conroe's in the news about trying to annex more stuff. Everyone wants to annex. Right. And, um, but now, uh, Conroe's trying to annex other neighborhoods into Conroe, mm -hmm. if I read that right. And the, uh, with Houston's the other, other way around, Houston wants to make the Woodlands part of Houston. And the weather's going, oh, no. No, thank you. Would they even be allowed to do that because of the county? I guess they can. They can mm -hmm. go into, they have, how many counties are in Houston? They have Harris. <clears throat> you have, well, Harris, Fort Bend, uh, Montgomery. Uh, uh, so parts of Montgomery County are in mm -hmm. in, in Houston? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cy, uh, what is it? I've got to look at the county list. But yeah, the, the city can go into different uh, counties. No okay. problem. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. You know, I did not know that. I'm learning something every day, and you'll learn something every day here. I'm always lunch. We teach Sorry. you. We teach you good. We're uh, going to take a quick commercial break to say thank you to our sponsors who support this show at Conroe Coffee and a Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Always share your thoughts with us, folks. We're on Facebook, Mornings Lone Star. Call in 936-647-3776. We'll be back after this short sponsored break. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner 
along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Skippy believes he can fly when he's had one too many drinks at the karaoke bar. I also believe I'm invincible and have perfect pitch. Have you been to one of those karaoke bars? I've never been to the new one. You talking, I'm talking about the Korean kind of, I, like I, they serve food and you get like your rent rooms and stuff. I was uh, actually talking about this with someone the uh, night before last, I think. Uh, so for a friend's birthday near Memorial City Mall, uh, went to this uh, karaoke, Korean karaoke bar. Oh, I was talking with uh, my favorite uh, librarian, Amanda Abright. And uh, she's into Korean karaoke. I mean, she's like into it. She downloads it and all kinds of stuff. But we were at this room, and it was well, the freakiest acid trip. What do you mean trip. she downloads it? She downloads like off YouTube and stuff. She watches the videos. And oh, people actually in Korea singing karaoke. Yeah, uh, right. but but I mean like the, the videos because it's an acid trip. We, we're in this little room. It can fit like six of us tops. You know, the food galore. And this little TV with with you know the microphones passing around. You don't even need the microphone because the room's like you know ten by ten tops. No, actually like ten by six. But these videos were the Korean karaoke version of uh, the, the Pink Floyd movie where, you know, the other brick in the wall one, what was it called? You know, the whole movie where it was just a one big acid trip, Bob Geldof's. Pink Floyd? Yeah, they did a movie yeah. based on. Um, yeah, okay, so what are we, what? It's such an acid trip. And oh, I thought you meant karaoke. like actually doing the karaoke. No, 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 just the, the, the acid trip of. These videos were insane. And so we just picked songs at random not to sing, but just to watch these videos because they will they will give you nightmares, my young friend. They were wacko. Well, you know what you need to check out if you like karaoke? What's that? Check out this TV show that was on for a while, uh, like early 2010. It's called Killer Karaoke. Killer Karaoke. And it was hosted by Steve-O. And basically the premise of the TV show is these people had to do karaoke while doing something insane. So like one on one episode, uh, they put all the they blindfolded the person, and they had I don't know how why they blindfold. No, they didn't blindfold. I'm sorry. Uh, they put a sheet over the box, and they had to put their hand in, and they don't know what it is while singing the karaoke. <laughs> and they had like it's like a challenge. You have to go through all the boxes so and then complete the song. And so like it is pretty entertaining. But but, but my favorite one, you can watch it on YouTube or search it up. Is they attach they attached uh, tasers, uh, shock pads <laughs> to a guy like on his knees, his elbows, and like uh, but like little shock pads. But he had to be ser- serving food while doing karaoke. So they like had you know they had Stevo at the dinner table, and you could uh, and they shock him while he's carrying the water, and he's trying to sing. I don't know what what song he was trying to sing, but uh, it was pretty entertaining to watch someone try to do karaoke under that kind of pressure. But we're joined this morning. We have a uh, walk-in guest. Boy, which, we'll just let anybody in here. Which, you know, we, we let al- the dogs we'll out. always allow them to come in. Leo let the dog out. That's right. We have Jason in the studio. And uh, how you uh, doing, Jason? Hello. 
well, we only got five minutes left, Jason. So thank goodness you came in. Yeah, here. you came in just in time. Hey, so uh, uh, listener Rick, who may or may not be the reluctant cowboy, said that we were talking earlier about the the, the cars, the auto cars. It's already happening in Germany, and BMW and Chevrolet actually have an auto drive. So these cars are bit by bit; they're becoming more. Um, the, the self-driving cars going well, out of the prototype phase. What's even crazier uh, for Rick over there is Uber apparently is now under contract from NASA. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? To to come up with. They're going to try to build a flying taxi air control software. That's oh, what they're going to develop. I would be all over that. My, my, my father uh, grew up getting like the old magazines, like build your own flying airplane car things yeah. and build well, your own. Handy computers. It's a giant quadcopter with two seats. Mm-hmm. That's what's that's they're already making those. Yeah, yeah. But, but Uber's now designing the software that. Oh, I got a really important business meeting in Dallas, and then I want to get in my little quadcopter. And it's and it's really easy because you don't have to go avoid. It's a straight line uh, flight. You, know you don't have to avoid things. Look for yeah. It's, it's pretty. It's a lot easier for the software. Cool. Well, what's what's really cool about it, Jason, is when you do practical jokes on your friends and you kidnap them and put them in one of those, and then you send them <laughs> down to like the border of Texas and Mexico. That's it's, it's just hovering over. <laughs> well, are we going to drop you to the left or to the right, north or south? No, we even creepier. <laughs> Is you get them and you tell the the drone to be in the middle of the ocean, like go far far enough where you don't see land, and then you wake him up, and he gets up and he's like hovering in the air and he looks all around and that fear hits you like all I see is water, all I see is water, <laughs> and, and that's when uh, things get really funny. That's when it gets real. Hey, before we go, good news. Uh, heard back from one of we were talking the other day about uh, these escape rooms that are going around, and one of them is willing to have us go to their room and kind of talk about it. Yeah, so uh, maybe we can entice Jason to join yeah. us. Yeah, mm, escape room. You know, where you get locked in the room for an hour and all we these clues. We need females, though. We can't just have a bunch of dudes in a room trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, because it'd be over so quick. Oh, I went there. Oh. Yeah. That's right. Skippy just right. lost the female. Now, that has to be a bingo being sexist. Thank you. Being a sexist or misogynist. misogynist pig, yeah. Now, what do women have? Because misogynist means... I'm a guy, and I'm saying something mean against a woman. What is what is it a woman have that mean against a guy? What's that called? Marriage. <laughs> he beat me to it. No, really. What is it? Is there? Do we have a word for it? I don't know. I have to look into that. But uh, you know, it's my anniversary today, Jason. So Good job. Thank you. I made it to four. Ooh, I don't think Jason even realized he's still married. <laughs> Nothing's changed in that guy's world. Right. But uh yeah, guys, thanks for joining us this morning here on Morning's Lone Star. We do have to be signing out here shortly. Bye-bye. Special thanks to our show sponsors, uh the very delicious Conroe Coffee mm-hmm. and then the very sparkly clean clean sweep office cleaning. That's right. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. We'll be back tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Uh, if you have a song request, if you have a topic, if anything you want to join in, 936-647-3776 is the call-in message line here at Lone Star Community Radio. And we also have Facebook, MW Lone Star. Coming up next is going to be Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arizati. It's 1052 right now, so enjoy a couple songs. Till then, Jason, see you later, dude. Later, homie. Later, later, later. See you guys. There's nothing to it. I believe I can fly. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, 
either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.